Coffee Break, where Helena comes to talk. I am Troy Shockley, and this is the Coffee Break Podcast. Thanks for joining our chat today. Coffee Break brought to you by Cochrane Insurance. Governor-elect Greg Gianforte, our guest to kick off the show day. Sir, I sure appreciate the time as always. Well, Troy, it's good to be with you. Well, a little bit less stress for you this week, or maybe I guess it's just a different stress, right? Well, you know, we were so pleased with the outcome. Montana sent a really clear message on Election Day. Uh, it's time for Helena to change to do the way it does business. And I, we got to get our economy going again. we got to keep people safe. And we got to get people back to work in good-paying jobs. So I rolled up my sleeves November 4th, and I've been a busy beaver for the last week. Yeah. I mean, well, look back a little bit for us. I mean, walk us through, I guess, give us an evaluation of the campaign. I mean, ultimately, a win is is the goal. But you also won by a really significant margin. I'm told, actually, the largest margin of victory for a first-term governor in 100 years. That's not bad. Well, we... I, there's nothing I like more than travel in this state, and we felt the energy. Uh, people knew that Montana was not living up to its potential. Uh, we're 44th in the nation in wages. Too many of our kids have to leave, and that's my background. I'm a business guy. We created good-paying jobs here in Bozeman. I think there's things we can do to get our, our loggers back to work, our miners back to work, create better educational outcomes so people can uh, pursue the American dream right here in Montana, and they don't have to leave. So that's the mandate I have. Uh, people have been asking me, Greg, what are you, what are you going to do when you're in office? Well, there shouldn't be any mystery. We published our business plan over the summer, and uh, that's our comeback plan. So now we're just uh, laying down the pieces of that uh, to put an administration together so we can execute it. So what was it like for you when you, you got that official, the race has been called notification? I, I know this is something that you've wanted for some time. Well, it was humbling uh, because, you know, it's a tremendous honor to be given this responsibility. And it's one I take very, very seriously. And uh, I'm, I'm, uh, I, I did uh, want an opportunity to serve this great state that's been so good uh, to me and my wife and our family. And uh, i just like to see better outcomes for all Montanans. I spent the last week uh, calling legislators on both sides of the aisle. Uh, to say, uh, my door is going to be open on the second floor, and I look forward to working with you. Governor-elect Greg Gianforte, our guest on Coffee Break this morning. And uh, what ultimately do you think was the difference? I mean, what is it that set you apart? I think it's really the business background. Um, I, I, I am not, uh, I have not been, uh, I'm not a career politician. Uh, I've really, I've spent my time in the private sector uh, putting teams together, uh, bringing clarity to mission, and then holding teams accountable. And I want to say, particularly because we're talking in Lewis and Clark County here, we have good state employees. They're Montanans. They want the best for this state. But I'll say, frankly, they haven't been led well. And I think pe the people across the state saw that there was an opportunity to bring leadership to the governor's office and uh, bring clarity to mission so that we can actually start to reach our potential in this great state. Well, you mentioned the people of the state, uh, really on a large scale, pretty resounding Republican victory in the state across the board. Well, I think, you know, reflecting nationally, uh, the, the Democrat Party has abandoned their roots. I mean, we saw some of the things they were presenting, and I, I don't 
I just think people realize that uh, business experience matters and uh, that we can do better. And uh, we had 16 years with Democrats in control in Helena, and uh, we're not, we don't pay our starting teachers. We're 50th out of 50 in the country. We, uh, we have more kids in foster care than any other state except one per capita. Uh, and uh, we have one of the highest suicide rates in the country. There's clearly we can do better, and I, I, I don't have a magic wand. I can't do it all day one, uh, but I look forward to working with uh, people of all political stripes uh, who want to come together on the issues that Montana faces uh, to, to move the ball forward and, and start to reach our potential. Governor-elect Greg Gianforte with us this morning, and and we do want to focus on Montana, but I I don't want to at least give you a chance to, uh, you know, for, at least for a minute, look at the national picture and the the presidential election. I mean, we I guess we've seen something similar twenty years ago, but at, at what point do you think the results that it I, I guess at this point appears that we have need to be accepted so we can transition into the next four years? Yeah, and as we're all watching this unfold, there's going to be ongoing litigation. Uh, we need to protect the integrity of our elections, uh, ensure that every uh, legal vote is counted. And once we've done that, uh, we need to do exactly that. We need to have a transition in power, and we need to get on. Uh, that's one of the hallmarks. It's one of the things that America has stood for is this peaceful transfer of power, and I fully expect that that will happen in this case as well. So how does what President Trump started and accomplished over the last four years, how does that impact the office going forward? Because I think you have a unique perspective on that just because you've been there in Washington seeing all of this happen. Well, I, I as I talk to small business owners across the state, uh, the regula- the federal regulatory relief that they've gotten has made a difference. Uh, in their businesses, and that's created, allowed them to create more good-paying jobs. Uh, Kristen Juris, my uh, now lieutenant governor-elect, uh, her primary responsibility over the next four years is going to be regulatory relief. We're going to go top to bottom in every agency. Uh, we need regulations to protect the environment and protect public safety, uh, but we've gotten ourselves all bollocked up with too much red tape and bureaucracy, uh, and I'm looking forward to peeling that back uh, so that we can get these state agencies working for the people again. We mentioned transition on the national scale there. I mean, we, we've got one, of course, in Montana as well, and it appears, uh, like you said, I mean, that's that's moving along pretty smoothly. You've already named a few teams. Uh, things are, are moving in the right direction there. Well, we've got our sleeves rolled up, and I would, I would love to have your listeners help. Uh, we put up a website last Friday mm-hmm. uh, entitled servemontana.com. You can go there. Uh, if you think you have skills or you know someone who has skills that wants to help out, please submit your name and your resume. Uh, we're casting a broad net. We're going to hire people based on competency, uh, effective leadership to run these various state agencies. And then there's uh, 160 oversight boards that, with positions that need to be filled. So we need a lot of folks. Uh, please go there. We launched our first uh, nominating committee. We call it a Transition Advisory Task Force. For DPHHS, we picked a broad swath of people, and their job is to cast a net uh, and uh, round up qualified candidates and make recommendations back to our office. So we'll make the final selection, but uh, we're trying to tap into uh, talent all over this great state. 
Yeah, that DPHHS position, obviously very important right now, and you've built a task force to help uh, uh, also guide the response to the coronavirus. We've been reporting this morning that uh, Montana not in a good spot as far as that's concerned. I mean, hospitals nearing capacity. Uh, our positive test rate, the highest in the nation right now, fourth in the nation in deaths. Uh, the numbers seem to be quickly getting worse. What what needs to happen here? Well, uh, I, I think this is why... Uh, we needed the task force. Now, I don't have authority until January, and uh, I'm hopeful that we saw also the good news this week is we're close to having a vaccine. Pfizer has one that's proving 90% effective so far. We need to make sure it's safe, uh, but uh, the good news is 100 million doses have already been manufactured. They're in storage, ready to go. Um, I'm hopeful by the time uh, we get to Christmas and early next year, we'll have vaccines here in the state, and uh, I formed this task force because I'm going to need the help of not only medical professionals and public health officials, but also businesses and educators and parents and local government because uh, the decisions we make about COVID certainly have health implications, but they also have economic implications and they have implications on families. And all these voices need to be at the table. So I'm thrilled that this group of 21 people has agreed to help me in that regard. We'll run policy by this advisory team prior to publication to make sure that uh, we're, we're, we're doing the right thing for Montana. Governor-elect Greg Gianforte, our guest here on Coffee Break this morning, a few more minutes left with him. And that is certainly not an easy question to answer there on how do we balance the need for that economic recovery and health? You know, that, that, that's, a, that's a tightrope that you've got to figure out how to walk, I suppose. Well, we're learning more about this virus. And as, as an example, Troy, we know that it affects uh, elderly uh, more than younger people. Uh, in fact, some of the scientific data that's coming out shows that the common flu has higher mortality rates for school-aged children than the coronavirus does. To me, that would indicate we ought to be able to fully open up our schools if we take necessary precautions. Um, and our efforts should focus more on the people that are more vulnerable to have a severe reaction or uh, death from COVID. Uh, and that'll give us direction as we get access to vaccines. It should go to that more vulnerable population first. Uh, it should certainly be allocated to our frontline healthcare workers and our teachers. And it may also be the path that allows us to have a, an effective legislative session next year because uh, not every legislator might, or uh, government official, myself included, is a spring chicken. So we got to make sure they're safe uh, while we do the work of the people. Are, are we to the point of needing some kind of statewide mandates past, past what we have now? Or is that, I, I know I'm looking forward into, you know, a couple months down the road when, when you're actually in that office, but I just wonder what your thoughts are on that as we see states across the nation starting to do that again. Well, again, we have to look at the data. We have to look at the facts. Uh, I, we still have almost two months till I take office. Uh, we'll look at the facts at that time. I'm going to rely on this task force to look at the most prudent steps, A, to keep people, the most vulnerable safe, and balance that with the economic impacts that uh, uh, public policy can have. Governor-elect Greg Gianforte with us on Coffee Break. I know you're a busy guy. we got to let you go. But any parting words for Montanans this morning? Well, I need your help. Uh, I, we got a very clear mandate on Election Day 
Uh, I would encourage folks to go out to servemontana.com. Uh, there should be no question about what our plans are. We published it. It's the comeback plan. Uh, you can review that. If you think you can help us implement it, please submit your name, and uh, we'd, we'd love to hear from you. Well, sir, I appreciate your time and look forward to having lots of chats as we move forward. Perfect. Thank you, Troy. Governor-elect Greg Gianforte, stick around. We've got more Coffee Break coming up. I just wanted to step away from the show for a few seconds to tell you that if you miss an episode, you can always catch up. We're on iTunes, so find our show there or swing by coffeebreak959.podbean.com. Local and area events, city, state, and national officials, your neighbors doing incredible things. We talk to them all on Coffee Break, where Helena comes to talk. In today's always-on world, your business demands a simpler approach to network security. At Blackfoot Communications, we deliver state-of-the-art security solutions from the perimeter to endpoint devices and remote data backup for businesses across Montana. Ensure your company's network is online all the time. For more information, visit goblackfoot.com security. Welcome back in. This is Coffee Break, and I'm Troy Shockley. Thanks so much for hanging out with us this morning. Thanks once again to uh, Governor-elect Greg Gianforte for taking a few minutes with us. He's definitely got a very busy schedule, so I do appreciate that time. And some folks that also have a very busy schedule finishing out our show today, it's uh, Ashley Heimbach. She's the executive director of Westmont, and she brought along a sidekick this morning, Patrick Sheehan. He's the uh, VP of operations there. Is that right, Patrick? Correct. Okay, I, th- I thought I had that one right. So uh, I appreciate you guys taking time today. And we're going to be having folks in from Westmont a little bit more regularly. So that's going to be a lot of fun. They have such an incredible operation and uh, and really mission in our community. I mean, ultimately, that's what it, this is about, right, Ashley? Right, exactly. It is. Yeah. So can you start us out and, and just kind of introduce yourself a little bit to folks, tell them who you are and, and, and what it is you do out there? Yeah, so I am Ashley Heimbach, and I'm the um, president of Westmont, and we operate um, 13 different residential group home facilities for adults with developmental disabilities. We also have uh, some vocational programs for clients to work at and a pretty large supported services program as well throughout the county. Yeah, all right. Well, Patrick, that's how it's done. So, uh, yeah, grab, grab the mic, swing it over, and, uh, you know, it, it's your turn now. Absolutely. I'm on the hot seat, I guess. Well, I'm Patrick Sheehan. I'm the vice president of operations. If I sound a little bit different, that's because I'm from the New England area. So I oversee the programming and also the businesses. We have a lot of great businesses, especially uh, the flower uh, shop or the farm. So if you ever need flowers, please come get, <laughs> come get them through Westmont. And, and I've I've gotten flowers there before, um, and I love it. I mean, they're fantastic. The people are wonderful. So yeah, definitely go go get flowers out there. They, they're always so excited when you come in and order, and it, it, it's amazing. Um, and and I guess we should maybe introduce as well for folks that don't know Ashley Westmont. I mean, I think a lot of people know, but but can you kind of explain or, or Patrick? I don't know who wants to take it, but it just what is Westmont? What's it all about? I know, Ashley, you kind of touched on it initially, but let's dig in a little bit more. Absolutely. So, you know, our main goal is to provide a good quality of life for people with disabilities. Most of the people we serve are over 18 years old, so they are adults. Um, We probably touch anywhere from 180 to 200 
um, clients a year. Okay. Um, we have 64 uh, that live with us in our group homes, and then the rest are served either through a vocational program or supported services. Okay. And, and, and I think that's what maybe makes it a little bit harder for people to know what you do because you're you're not one big facility, right? It's not, oh, that's that building over there. You're, you're scattered all over town, all over the area. Yeah, absolutely. We are. We have 17 uh, different locations throughout the Helena community. Okay. How, how tough is that? It's like herding cats, right? Trying to figure out how, how do I get all these seven? I mean, that that's a big job. Yeah, I'll let Patrick speak to that because he's uh, actually gone out and visited most of them at this point. It's more or less just going out to all the locations, let people know that you're not going to be the person there that you see once a year at a Christmas party, but you're on the ground level helping them out at the same time. And our goal at Westmont is how we can serve the clients to live the best life possible. And everyone's at different life stages, part of that. And when they're our goal to reach out to each client, let just ask them the question, what better can we do to improve your life? And if we do that and under, get a little bit understanding, we can know, at, you know, the admin office or at the management level what we can do to improve our quality of life throughout the whole organization. Ashley Heimbach and Patrick Sheehan with Westmont, our guest on Coffee Break this morning. And uh, you're talking about uh, the the folks you serve, all the places that you're serving them at, all of the stuff you're doing. And that, of course, takes people. That that takes manpower, right? I mean, that's a lot of folks. How many people are, are working across all those facilities right now? Right now, we have about, you know, give or take around 200 employees, but we're always looking for new employees to join. You know, you ever heard the old adage of uh, take a job where you're not going to be, you don't think you'll be working. Now, the job at Westmont, if you want to come in, apply, is kind of a job where you could leave at the end of the day and feel like a million dollars inside. Yeah. It's kind of those jobs that's, it's more rewarding than anything you could imagine. Yeah. And it's it's several hundred there now, but you're, I, I hear you're hiring more. Absolutely. If you guys want to come, uh, uh, join the team at Westmont, come to Bozeman Ave to our location, stop in, talk to Kelly at the front desk, and we can get you set up for to be a direct support professional. Or you can just uh, go through Indeed also. Indeed's a big website that we use. Uh, our, also, our website is our Westmont uh, website. So those are all hiring through there. Okay. So... What does working at Westmont look like? I mean, obviously, it's that, that answer is going to be a little different depending on each position. But is there sort of a general, you know, give us that umbrella theme of what is it like to work at Westmont? Absolutely. Through different positions, it depends uh, what would happen. Different houses have uh, different kind of clients. We'll have Ron's Place, where we have our most vulnerable clientele, where Clients are different stages of developmental disability. There's a huge uh, wide spectrum of autism. It's from, you know, people who are highly functional and you wouldn't even be able to tell that they're autistic to someone that would need help in their daily challenges in life. So direct support professionals support all our clients through these stages of life. And we just don't put you in a position where you're uncomfortable with. We try to mesh where we, we can... Have the, we can put you in the best success to succeed at your position. We have uh, staff members with us 36, 32 years. It's unbelievable. It's just because, and I end up talking to them and be like, what, what makes you want to stay with Westmont? And sometimes they tell me it's just the smiles they see on clients at the end of the day makes everything worthwhile. It completes their life. It 
completes their satisfaction work. I know uh, this kind of generation, the new generation of um, the working force out there wants to do meaningful work. And this is an opportunity for anyone to have any kind of meaningful impact in your community, your local community. I mean, we serve people throughout the whole state of Montana who come to Westmont and Helena just because of our services. So if you want to help your community, come come to Westmont. Yeah, and, and there's a lot of there's a lot of one-on-one, right? I mean, you're it, it's the job, but your job might be working with one client, one person. Um, it's it's no wonder that people stick around so long because it's it's more than a job. I mean, you, you there's definitely a relationship there. I mean, you become essentially family, right? Yes, and you bring that on as we had a a client uh, pass away recently, and the clients become like family to us at Westmont. And our house manager, our program manager, wants to hold a tribute to them. It can't be that large because it's the COVID area, but we're doing it through our Westmont staff and including family members where we can actually come together and build a stronger relationship through this moment of tragedy, but also, you know, celebration of somebody's life. Yeah. So what you touched on, uh, Patrick, some of the, the jobs that you're hiring for, uh, can you give people a better idea of who you're looking for right now and what they would be doing? Yes, this kind of work is great, especially for uh, college students. If you're looking for the part-time job or you want to get in that kind of field of helping somebody. When I was first, when I was in college, uh, you know, you get that old adage, what do you want to do when you grow up? And I, I don't know, maybe I still don't know what I want to do when <laughs> I grow up. But <laughs> to that level, I always knew I wanted to help someone, so help people in my life. This kind of position, whether you're in public service or any kind of service, gives you an idea of a perspective of how to help people who actually need help in our community. And that can serve a long way. It's uh, whether, you know, you, your last segment was in politics. Just that understanding of the human connection is just key to uh, a successful uh, work in whatever productive work that you want to do in society. Yeah, we're talking this morning Westmont with Ashley Heimbach and uh, Patrick Sheehan. And uh, what I think is special about this, and you've touched on it uh, multiple times, just the, the idea that uh, this job isn't just a job. Um, and, and and certainly we don't want to make it sound like it's not a difficult job at times. I mean, this is not necessarily an easy clock in, clock out kind of thing. But how rewarding is it, though, at the same time, even those tough days have to you have to at the end go you know what i made a difference today you know we uh, we're in montana and we have a lot of you know we'll say the uh, the the old adage of uh of the tough guy mentality but at the same time this is the, a chance for you to show not just your emotions but show your compassion for uh your fellow montanan it's really a mo- remarkable thing getting to see us help other people it's I tell people, you know, you might not become a millionaire in this line of work, but sometimes you're going to feel like a million bucks when you leave at the end of the day, and that's very, very important. Yeah. Uh, do you guys have anything? I mean, I know you, you mentioned, of course, we're, we're now living in a COVID-centered world. Um, do you have any events coming up, anything like that, that that folks need to know about? Yeah, we do, actually. Um, so this is going to be our eighth year of Winterfest, and so it's uh, Saturday, the first Saturday of the month, 
um, in December at the flower shop. Looks a little different this year because everything is going to be outside so that we can social distance. Um, but again, there will be wreaths and, and other kind of Christmas uh, presents that you could buy. Um, and it's on the 5th of December from 8 or nope, 10 to 4. Okay. Um, and then we also are uh, starting a Christmas tree lot this year. Very cool. And so uh, most people in Helena probably know who Greg Macker is and his Christmas tree lot between Valley Bank and Town Pump on Montana Avenue. And he has retired and he has offered that um, business to us. And so we are going to start that. Um, we'll have about 550 Christmas trees that come in the week of Thanksgiving. And that tree lot is open from 10 to 7 and it'll start the day after Thanksgiving and go through, I think, three weeks into December. Okay. Every day. Okay. And and we'll circle around and we'll remind folks of that as it gets yeah. closer. Um, you know, Helena is the, the epitome of last minute. You know, oh, it's tomorrow? Okay, now I can put it on my calendar. <laughs> right. So we'll, we'll definitely circle around to that. Um, but if people want to find out more about um looking in like you mentioned all the different jobs that are available if they want to find out more what's the best way for them to do that and maybe not in terms of necessarily applying right now but hey i'd like to find out more and find out if i'm right for this and if this is right for me absolutely just come down to our westmont location on uh 2708 bozeman f and i'd love to have the conversation with you um I think it's a lot better to speak in person. It's a little harder because we are in the COVID age, but as long as we're doing our due diligence and safe distance, I'd love to have the conversation with you and let you know and show you what we're all about. Just maybe show you even some of the pictures. Just going online and filling out an application doesn't do justice. So come down, speak to Kelly at the front desk, and we'll, we'll shortly talk after. Yeah, I, I, for folks that are uh, you know on the fence, uh, go out there and give it a shot. I mean, I, I've worked with the folks out at Westmont with uh, Special Olympics for uh, a couple of years, helping uh, coach the basketball teams. We weren't able to do that uh, this last year, unfortunately, but uh, just incredible organization, and uh, you're not going to find better people uh, to spend your day with when than the clients out at Westmont. I mean, they're just absolutely fantastic. So, uh, Ashley Heimbach is the uh, president out there and Patrick Sheehan is the vice president of operations. Thank you guys so much for coming in today and spending some time with us. Yeah. Thank you for having us. And absolutely. if people want to find out more about Westmont in general, you, you do have your, you're, you're on Facebook, I guess, or you have a website or. We, yes, we're on both. We are on Facebook. Okay. Uh, Facebook has our own Westmont site, but also we have the Westmont flower and trading please check out some of the items we have there and these items are actually made by the clients help us out even the reefs are made by them so they're very popular and they do a great job but we also have our own uh, westmont website so please go to the westmont right. website very cool that's all the time we have we'll see you guys back here again tomorrow i'm troy shockley and that's it for coffee break today be sure to check us out on iTunes, head on over, give us a review there. That's always much appreciated. Or swing by coffeebreak959.podbean.com. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you back here tomorrow.